This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hey, Bright Soul, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I am so grateful for you. I have had the most phenomenal week. So I'm going to start off just sharing a little bit about that. First of all, here in Colorado, if you've been watching the weather or you live in Colorado, we got pummeled with snow. (laughs) It was like 15 inches of snow. We're still trying to get the snow melted. The roads are icy. You know, it's just gross outside. It's dangerous. I walk around in parking lots and I'm ice skating. I didn't choose to ice skate, but it's either ice skate or fall. So I choose to ice skate. (laughs) And it's just a little bit of a trip because I don't remember getting this much snow this soon since I've lived here. So that's been a treat. Probably the best thing about this is that we get to share it with one another. So what are you going to do? I love Mother Earth. The weather, I can't control it. All I can do is bless it with love. I have to believe it serves a purpose. (laughs) Just this morning, I was leaving to go into a shopping center and, you know, there's ice and snow everywhere. We're driving over it and it feels like I'm on a wooden roller coaster. (laughs) It's just my car is shaking. I'm slipping and we're so used to it by now. We're, I don't even scream anymore. I used to scream every time, (laughs) every time I would start slipping in my car because I'm from, the south and I lived in Texas before I moved here and I didn't get I wasn't exposed to this type of weather for this long but my daughter's a teenager she's learning to drive and she's totally (laughs) used to it so she's like yeah I'm gonna go to a friend's house and like okay it's completely iced over I'll be fine which is good she needs to learn how to drive in it but anyway so I'm (laughs) driving all over the ice and I'm going to a shopping center and I get out of the car and of course there's just ice everywhere and I slipped (laughs) and caught myself and just ice skated so smoothly like it was completely planned and this couple saw me and the guy said hey that was a good catch and I'm like thank you I am a seasoned professional I know how to skate on the ice now and catch myself so appreciate you for for noticing and that's just been the fun of it laughing at ourselves right my daughter and I did some Black Friday shopping and we were walking to our car and it's dark and there's ice everywhere and part of it's black ice and we're having a casual conversation and I step on black ice and you know, I slipped but I caught myself. We laughed so hard I thought I was gonna pee myself. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I gotta walk steady. I need some new boots. So if you are in a cold weather climate and you know of some really cute snow boots that are fashionable, Someone told me about some boots called, uh, they start with an S. I'll have to look them up. Anyway, it's a very popular winter boot, but they're not my style. I'm like, "Eh, do I want to be mildly cute? Okay, I don't want to be hideous, but I want to have some boots that actually make me feel like I look okay at the same time. They were a little bit too much for me. Even I showed them to my daughter. I'm like, someone said we should get these boots. And she's like, oh, my God, those are so ugly. I'd rather slip. <laughs> like, okay. So I'm looking for some Uggs. I'm doing my shopping. So that's the little trivial part of my world. But the big part of my world is last weekend, 
I got to spend Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in a room full of pranic healers with Master Co. For those of you that don't know about pranic healing, I've learned it. I've been studying it for a couple of years, been applying it in my private practice and in my own life. I love pranic healing. It comes from the same place as Reiki. It's just applied differently. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I got to take courses with pranic healing under Master Co., who essentially learned directly from the founder, Master Chua Koksui, before he left the body. And it was just beautiful. And the first, the Friday class was Inner Hinduism Revealed, and we sh- basically just shared how all the different religions have a common thread. It was really fascinating just studying it. And honestly, in these type of environments, it's just good to be in the energy of someone whose aura is so huge, like Master Ko's, because anytime you're learning new things and you're getting your aura flushed out and you're meditating together in a group, your aura gets bigger, your spiritual core gets bigger, and then I can offer more to my clients and to my family and friends and just in my own life. And then Saturday and Sunday was Kriya Shakti, which is the art of materialization. So if you've had pranic level one and two, which I have, then you're able to take this class. It's like a specialty class. But what's great about that is everyone in the room has pranic healing practice. They've at least been to two classes So we were able to work on each other and connect with like minds. And it was just so beautiful. And I left there so energized. I can't even tell you. It's been like that for the whole week. My intuition is crystal clear. My aura is big. And it's just a blessing. And one of the things we talked about over the weekend was good karma, creating good karma, and how to avoid creating negative karma. And a lot of the stuff we already know. But with us being in the holiday season, I really wanted to focus more on creating good karma and focusing on gratitude. And we know karma is just what you put out, you get it back. And so there is a lot of times karma associated with just being negative. And that's really not true. It's just essentially what you send out, it's going to come back to you because we are all one. And one of the things that Master Ko described, which I thought it was, he did it really beautifully. And I shared some of it on my Facebook page, one of the talks that was actually recorded from this weekend when I was sitting right in the third row. So it was really nice to see it played back so I can get the lesson again. So um, he was talking about when we say we are one, it's like we are a being of light and this body that we're in, it's like a suit. So if you unzipped your body and your inner soul came out, which is just a brilliant ball of light, and everyone in the world did that, we're all light. If you ever turn on lights in a room, the rays merge together and it becomes one and so that's sort of what we mean by we are one because we really are and we have the illusion of being separated so you want to send blessings of love and peace to other people now of course if someone is trying to harm you and you have to defend yourself that's different but in general we aren't separate we feel separate when we're so stuck in our material world and in our body we forget that we really are connected. And so with the holiday season upon us, I'm getting a lot of inquiries about people being really stressed out about money and the holidays. The holidays tend to bring up a lot of our stuff, especially when we have to deal with family or maybe we feel obligated to spend. Here's the deal. I made a podcast about this, I believe last year, and I'll have to go back and look because I know I did one on the holiday stress and things at some point, at least I'm pretty sure I did. Maybe it was a blog. I can't, I can't recall. But when we give, first of all, make sure that you program what you're giving. So what I mean by programming is blessing it. So even if it's a tip, or I'm giving to charity, or I'm going to give to 
family members, a loved one, whatever, just hold it in your hands, you know, put one hand over it and just bless it. Say, pray over it. I'm giving this in full faith that it will be returned to me many, many times, or I'm blessing this and asking that whatever it is that you're needing, you know, come back to me or be materialized or happen. So be it. And then hand it over. And this helps to set your intention. And one of the things that Master Co was sharing, which I do believe to be true, is that we people get upset and say, oh, you're not giving correctly if you're expecting to get a return. But the thing is, is that the law is the law. It's the law of karma. It's a law whether you believe in it or not. So regardless of whether or not you believe in it, this is just the way it is. So it's almost like learning how to work with the laws to create the best life for yourself and for your family. And the reality is, is that the more you have, the more you can give. People that listen to this podcast, I'm a generous person. You're a generous person. I actually really want to love and give up to other people. I want to make the world a better place. So if I have more resources, I'm not going to hoard my resources. I'm genuinely going to share. I have ideas about ways in which I want to serve and help. And I will do that. And the universe knows that. So it's better for you to have the resources that you're going to share as opposed to someone who's going to hoard them or do things to harm other people. So the only reason why I bring that up is because we really have to shift our perspective on what it means to program your blessings and ask for it to be returned to you. If you're a good person and you want to do good in the world, you need resources to do it. Just sending out the vibration and having intentions doesn't essentially get the work done. The next thing I wanted to talk about is just being in a state of gratitude. It has been shown study after study that gratitude literally rewires your brain. It gives you more energy. It helps you to refocus on the good things that you have in your life. Exercise boost your serotonin levels, and it helps you to feel better overall. Gratitude journals are phenomenal because they bring your attention to what it is that you're grateful for. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. You know, one of the things that I like to do in the morning is just ask, what am I grateful for today? I'm grateful for freedom. I'm grateful for peace of mind. I'm grateful that my body tries so hard to take very good care of me, even though I like to eat chocolate more than I should. (laughs) And my body works so hard to burn it off and to keep me in my whole shell that I'm in right now in complete balance. Our bodies try so hard. I'm thankful for you, for the ability to serve, for the gifts that I've learned that I'm able to share with other people, for my work, for my coworkers, for strangers that are kind to me. Even the stranger that caught me, caught a glimpse of me about to slip and catching myself and commended me. Just the connection of people. There's so much to be grateful for. The fact that I have shelter when there are so many homeless people in my state and over all over the world. The fact that I can eat whatever I want whenever I want it. I have resources, food. The fact that I have a fitness community, that I have transportation, that I have my own car. You know, the fact that you have bills means that someone trusted you enough to give you a service up front. So that's something to be grateful for. Honestly, if you just make gratitude a practice, a daily practice, everything just begins to fade away. This is what I found in my life, especially in times of stress. It's like, okay, when people are inviting you to do things and you get really stressed out, I have even shifted that to where I'm grateful that people think enough of me to invite me. I'm grateful that people want to spend time with me. That's a blessing. That means there's some type of value that I'm providing. There's something in me that they like. 
likely it's the light in me. It's probably the light in you too that people are drawn to, but that in itself is a gift. And every day we have choices, even in the holiday season. And I know sometimes it can be mm, triggering, especially if you've had losses during the holidays or there's things that tend to come up for you. But I would just invite you to go back to your heart center. Uh, Prana Killing, actually, every year, starting in December, they do 21 Days of Gratitude. They're meditations where we go through different focuses. I've been doing it, I guess, for three years now, and I love it every year. So if you are on my mailing list, I will send out the link. Or you can just go to Prana Killing. I'm pretty sure that they will post it on their website. I'm on the mailing list, so I usually get the link um, before it's posted on the website. But that is a great practice. 21 days, you just log in every day. The meditations are free and they guide you through focus of Mother Earth, prosperity, relationships, emotional. It's just really great. And what I love about Pranic Healing is that we do the meditation twin hearts. And it's basically a loving kindness meditation where you bless the planet and you bless other people. And that in itself creates good karma and it brings more light onto the planet, which is what we need. In the 21 Days of Gratitude, every year that I've done it, when it's over, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I got used to doing it. And so I'm always a little sad when they take it down just because it's really nice to come together. And the thing is, when we're doing something like that globally, because Prana Killing is all over the world, everyone is logging in to do that meditation. And as a collective, it just brings more light into the world, which is what we're all here to do. So if you're interested in that, you can go to pranakhealing.com and get on that and I'll of course, send it out in my newsletter. I'll just let everybody know whenever I get the link. And before we do a healing, just to flood you with gratitude, I just want to say I am in a beautiful place in my life. And I hope it comes through in my podcast and in any interactions with me. But I'd say over the last week, I've gotten the compliment from several people that I am just so happy. I'm radiant. I have a lighthearted nature about me. And I'm just bubbling up with bliss and happiness. I don't know what else to say. But the reason it's this way is because I've done my work. And I had this conversation with my daughter on Thanksgiving because she's sitting across from me. And she's like, God, you're just so happy. And she's like, there's a part of me that's almost a little jealous of it. And I told her, I, first of all, it's mature of her to notice that. But second of all, I told her it wasn't always this way. I had to make tough choices. I got out of a toxic marriage that wasn't easy to end. That wasn't an easy decision to make, but I made it. I made brave choices. I continually do my work. I do my meditation practice. I am committed to serving the planet, to making it a better place. I exercise. I have a structured life. I genuinely focus on what I'm grateful for in my life. It's a practice and it's not something that I just drift through life and, oh, I'm just carefree and happy. No, I've had to overcome enormous challenges just like you have. But the thing is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to keep going, go through it, and you've got to do the work. No one can do the work for you. There's no shortcuts. I mean, I sat in a class for three days this weekend. Even Master Co. had made the comment, people that do that and sit in those classes for as long as they were because they weren't ever over on time. <laughs> we went over on time every day. So it was early in the morning till late at night. And you're getting flooded with energy. And so if you're energetically sensitive like I am, it's a lot of energy flying around. But the type of people that do that are people that have a service-oriented heart because normal people are not going to do that, sit in a class like that and learn those types of things. But that's who you are. That's who I am. And it shows. People can look at 
who you are, the way you show up in the world, and it'll either inspire them or it will make them feel a little bit jealous. But hopefully the jealousy can be transformed into inspiration, which is ultimately our goal. We want to light each other's torch. We want to inspire one another, keep each other going on the high path. So let's do an energy healing. So if you can just uncross your arms and legs, I just want to flood you with beautiful divine healing energy. I am so grateful for you. May the energy of gratitude radiate from you. May you glow with beautiful healing energy. love, light, and power restore the plan on earth, and may you be a vessel for divine healing, light, love, kindness, and divine spark, divine presence, divine love. And I'm just grounding you now, running some shields. Cleaning your spiritual cord. Might hear me spraying over here. Okay, and so it is. If you can get over on iTunes and leave me a review, I would so appreciate it. And I just wish you a beautiful week. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for being part of my community, being part of my journey, allowing me to be here with you. And let's just pay it forward with gratitude this week. Give compliments, genuine compliments, bless people, focus on ways in which you can serve. Show up in a way that your light illuminates the light of other people. That's what we're here to do. We're light workers. So thank you again, and I'm sending you all my love and gratitude. Take care. Bye-bye.